Hello and welcome back to Super Freak, my friend. Today, actually, it's nighttime where I am. So this evening, I want to talk with you about a topic that's come up a lot, actually, at the beginning of the year. And I work with a lot of creative entrepreneurs and coaches and people who are building businesses, not only people who are building businesses, but typically folks who want to create something a little bit alternative for themselves. Maybe that is because you have kids or maybe your health is compromised or you just don't have a lot of time and space to be able to do things the way you've normally structured it. And part of my role, and I think it comes from pretty much everything I've ever created in my own business, is in response to the limitations that I have in my own life, in my body, my desires. And so often I'm helping people transition from one space into another. And what happens is we start to believe that we are beginning again and we can feel like a little baby lamb (laughs) coming out of our past industry or past career choices, moving into the next Or perhaps it's that you have reached a peak in where you were, wherever that was, and you're looking at the next peak that you want to climb and it feels like you're starting all over again. So today's episode is dedicated to you. If this is your sensation, your feeling, you're transitioning from one place to another and you sort of feel like you're starting again and you don't really know what you should be doing and it feels confusing and overwhelming. It's about harvesting the gold from your past to help you tap into your power of the present. So what I want you to know, my friend, is you have done things in the past that surprise and delight you and that they are really easy. Things that you already know how to do, that you're already really successful at, that you might not be considering as something you can draw inspiration from, lessons from, guidance from, as in things you can harvest the gold from, from your past. What's funny is when people describe their story, their life, people who have lived a long life and they have a success sort of story, they go back and they talk about all the different things that they did that contributed to who they have become today. And yet when we're on that journey, We don't tend to think about all the things that we've done so far can help us in the now. We only ever hear those success stories from someone who has quote unquote made it. But this is how you make it is by drawing on what you've done in the past. So right now there are things that you just know. There are things you're really good at, certain truths that you've developed that can help you in the realm when it comes to making decisions. So for example, I have a student who has a massage business and in that massage business, they are incredibly successful. They find clients come really easily. They have no problem charging for what they do. They charge really well. When people cancel, they're not really worried. They don't make it mean anything about them. They don't have an issue with making money. They don't have an issue with creating clients. And when things go wrong, they always know what to do. However, This particular student is transitioning over to starting and creating a coaching business. And when I queried them about creating a business and what felt challenging, all these things came up that I knew this person knows how to deal with in their massage business. So when I queried them about the things they already know in their massage career and what they would do if it were a massage client 
or if it was a problem that was occurring in their massage business, they had all the answers. It was really easy. And what's funny was the answers weren't specific to the massage industry. They were specific to this individual person, their values, their knowledge, the things that they love to do, the ways that they solve problems. So when you can transition those insights over to the thing that you're doing right now, you find that you can actually harvest so much wisdom and so much knowledge from the things that you have done in the past. I'll give you another example. When I was a martial artist, I felt really powerful and I felt unstoppable. I wasn't always unstoppable, right? But when it came to martial arts, I felt confident in the ring. I felt confident going to training. I knew how to deal with adversity. I knew how to deal with plateaus. I had certain ideas about how it worked, this process of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, of growing, of throwing myself into the ring, of competing, of winning. And yet when I first started my business, I was 22 and I didn't know anything about business. I knew about coaching. I knew how to coach because I'd coached in sport, but life coaching and and having the business of coaching felt completely different. I almost felt like a helpless little baby lamb (laughs) or like a child or something. And I really got caught up in this idea, like I didn't know enough and I needed to learn more. And granted, we do need to sometimes learn some stuff, but in this case, I was going way too far with it. Just I just didn't believe I knew what I was doing when I should have given myself a little bit more credit. When I remembered that I know how to create impossible things, which my coach reminded me of, meaning I went from being a nobody to becoming a world champion in my sport, I realized I knew some stuff about being able to create what I thought might be impossible inside of a coaching career. And what do I mean by that? I mean... I was 22. I was starting a coaching business that was online. I didn't know anyone else who was doing what I was doing. I didn't have a reference point, but I had this big dream about how I would create my career. Now, I'm not saying that me or what I'm doing is anything to kind of look up to or emulate or anything like that. This is just my story. I was going through a period where I felt afraid and I was able to reference something from my past to help me make decisions and feel more confident in the now. When I started tapping into and harvesting the gold from the spaces I had frequented beforehand, the places that I felt really, really confident, places I felt unstoppable when it came to problem solving and plateaus, my life and my business completely changed. So you, my friend, If you are moving into a new career space or if you are thinking about moving into a new career space or achieving something new, even if it's got nothing to do with your career, perhaps in your life you're learning a new skill, you're taking a new class, you're throwing yourself into the world of dating and relationships, or you're testing something out when it comes to your health and your fitness and it's something that you've never done before. You can apply this anywhere, right? But when you're doing it, So often we get caught up in this idea like, I don't know anything, I'm a newbie, I'm silly, I've got so far to go, and it can be a little bit discouraging. And I want you to stop wasting your bandwidth on thinking those thoughts and instead start looking back to where you've already created wonderful success. So think about it. Even if you think I've done nothing, if you can tie your shoes and you have confidence when it comes to tying your shoes and you feel like there is no big deal, Because here's the other thing. Most people think that when you have like a really strong mindset about something, 
you feel like, rah, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm really good at this. It's so good. And <laughs> people think like, oh, if I have a positive belief, I'm going to feel like I'm Tony Robbins incarnate all day long. And it's just not the case. When you have a really solid belief about something, in fact, any of your core beliefs, you don't think about it in a super motivated, excited way. You don't have to pump yourself up for it. You don't have to motivate yourself. You don't have to psych yourself up. You don't have to try. A belief is just how you see the world. It's just a belief. It's completely neutral. So there are things that you feel completely neutral about, like it's no big deal, like tying your shoes. Perhaps if you're a parent and you've been a parent for a while, maybe you don't feel like it's a big deal parenting. Perhaps you've just become a parent and there's some stuff you're really good at, like tying your shoes or maybe horse riding. You can actually reference what you know, the things that you know from your past, from your other current passions to help you with the thing that you're doing right now. And I tell you what, this is where we start to carve out our own unique to you, as unique as your fingerprint, strategies for success. Because guess what? Nobody actually knows what they're doing. We're all making it up. Did you know that? There was no handbook given to us. There's no manual. There's none of that. And there's people that will tell you that they know better than you and tell you what to do. But at the end of the day, you have a body, you have a mind, you have your own desires. You're so unique in the world that being able to reference your own success is going to be the most successful, easy, powerful thing that you ever do. Hey, pause. <laughs> Before we go on with this episode, I want to let you know if you love this, if you would love to be coached by me, you might really love the Fierce Salon. It's a six month group coaching container. It is super high touch. You get one-on-one -on -one time with me. And in that space, I coach you and I train you to absolutely change the way you create success as determined by you. To receive, achieve, believe, and perceive everything in your life for the rest of your life like it's no big deal. Come and check it out at thefiercesalon.com. I'll link it below. If you're interested, you can reach out and have a chat with me, see if it's right for you. We're kicking off in April. So I hope to see you there. Okay, so here's how to do it. First of all, I want you to think about somewhere in your life that you have created success. Even if that time is not current for you, it's not alive for you, it's not in the now for you. So maybe, for example, you have experienced great love and maybe that love no longer exists, but you know how to make it. You know how to be with it. You know how to keep it. Maybe you're a fantastic horse rider. Maybe you're a naturopath and you're really great at what you do, very passionate. Perhaps you know how to fly or maybe something a lot less big. Maybe you just know how to ride a bike or rollerblade fruit booting as my husband calls it or maybe you know how to surf surfing something that i don't feel super confident at but i reference it a lot because i learn a lot all the time about showing up for a wave as i do it i guess once you start looking for distinctions and insights in everything you do you really start to find them okay so what i want you to do is write down you might need a pen for this or you can come back to it later Write down everything that you know about creating success in that area of your life. 
What do I mean by that? I mean, in that specific area, whether it's horse riding or love or writing or naturopathy or whatever your job is right now or parenting or cooking, how do you deal with challenges? What happens when things go wrong? What happens when you burn the food? What happens when you have a fight? What happens when things don't go as planned? You fall off the horse. How do you deal with adversity? What do you do when things aren't going right? What do you do when you hit a plateau? What do you do when things go really, really well? What do you do when you reach the top? Do you celebrate? How long do you celebrate for? When do you stop celebrating? So there are things, there are just insights and things that you know about how you conduct yourself in those spaces. And I'll come back to the very first example. My student who has a massage business, they know how to make money. They know how to attract and create clients. They know how to deal. They know how to think. They have certain beliefs around when people cancel or when there's a lull in bookings or when you are overwhelmed with what to do. They know how to answer that question. But when we put ourselves in a new pool, all of a sudden it's like we forget how to human. So the invitation is to write down everything you know about creating success. And that doesn't just mean working really hard or how you get there, but also how you deal with problems and challenges, creating success in that area of your world. That's the first step. Most people are not going to do this step. They're going to listen to this podcast and they're not going to do it because it will take a bit of time. But what I invite you to do is pour yourself a yummy drink of something, something, play some music and set a timer for five minutes. And just in five minutes, write down as many things as you can think of. If you want to go for longer, go a little longer. But for now, just think of the things you know. I'll give you an example. So when I was a martial artist, I remember my instructor saying to me, slow down and you will be able to speed up because when you slow down, you're able to control your movement a lot more. You're able to understand where you're not balanced. You're able to understand where your breath should be and where your core should be. So you could hold the difficult positions. If you slow down, you'll end up speeding up. I also remember my instructor saying to me, if you just keep showing up, no matter what happens, just keep showing up to class. There's a black belt under there. And that's how I got my black belt. I would go to class, get beat up and just keep coming back like an idiot next week. And then, oh, there were so many cool insights that my instructor said to me. Another one was, we don't rise to the occasion. We sink to the level of our training. Now, of course, they don't have to be like poetic prose, like my instructors used to speak to me. It might just be like, I know when I fall off the horse, it's going to hurt, but the best thing I can do is get back in again. I know in relationship that there's a specific way of communicating that breeds connection and it helps us to move forward in challenging times. I know that in my sport, when someone is trying to psych me out, they are scared. They don't have confidence in themselves. So it makes me feel like I can just keep showing up. Like this is going to be things you know about sewing, whatever it is, you're going to have insights. I promise you, if you give yourself the space to do it. Okay, then the second step is I want you to have a look or compare what you might say about yourself or the situation that you're in currently while you're creating your next big thing. So here's what I mean by that. With my student who's a massage therapist, there are certain things that this person is saying to themselves when it comes to their coaching business that they wouldn't be saying if it was a massage therapy business. So when you compare, you can start to see why the results are different. And in fact, 
when you start to apply the insights to the things you know very well how to do, to the things you don't know very well how to do, you exponentially speed up your success, which is really, really cool. So have a look at and compare what you might say about yourself or the situation that you're currently in. Think about a challenge you're facing in the current situation or goal that you're going for and how it might be compared to some form of adversity in the thing that you're already great at. What would that person do? Like what would the martial artist version of you do? What would the quilting queen do? What would the epic parent or the amazing cook or the person who's great at riding a bike do in this situation? What would they say to you? How would you do it if you were in that situation? For me, for example, I can give you a plateau example. So I remember when I was training in sport, every, hmm, I don't know, it was probably every like eight months, maybe 18 months. I can't quite remember, but we'd hit a plateau. And my coaches used to talk about it all the time. You've hit a plateau and the plateau would feel like training was a bit of a drag. It didn't feel challenging. It was kind of boring, but you couldn't actually just get over certain things that were you were finding challenging like there was just certain things that you couldn't sort of get and it didn't feel flowy it didn't feel fun it just kind of felt like a bit of a drag maybe that's at the time when you're smack bang in the middle between tournaments or you're smack bang in the middle between two belt levels and you've kind of started to develop the skills of your current belt level but there's a long way to go before the next grade and you've just got to keep showing up and Maybe you get some injuries and uh, it just feels like nothing's really that exciting anymore, right? So when I was in martial arts, my instructors used to say, like, no matter what happens, just keep showing up. No matter what happens in class, just keep showing up next week. That's how you get your black belt. It's funny. It's also how you break through a plateau bit by bit by bit. Now, the expansion always comes after the contraction. So in my business now... I've been in business for 15 years. There have 100% been times when I felt like things have plateaued. It's not as common as in sport, but I would say it's probably every couple of years. Every few years, I'm like, oh, like I've grown a bit. I don't know what I'm doing. The way I've been doing it doesn't feel right anymore. Something doesn't feel quite right. It's not that exciting. I'm looking for the next challenge. I've got to just show up and continue creating the thing that I've committed to. You know, I'm in that creative plateau or whatever it might be. I know, referencing my martial arts career, that the only thing I ever need to do to escape a plateau, even when it feels like it's not a plateau, everything's definitely falling apart. The next thing to do is just keep showing up, no matter what, just keep showing up to class. Or in this case, keep showing up to coaching, to my business, to my work. And all the time. (laughs) The plateau ends, right? So we can reference the past and mine the gold from the past to really help us in the now. And you already know how to do this. You've already done it multiple times before, many, many times. You're going to be really, really good at this and you'll blow your mind how much you know about certain things that you can apply to your current situation. And now what's funny is it's what I say to myself, right? It's also what I say to my students to help them through plateaus. So if you're in a plateau, just keep showing up. You will be able to move through it. It will pass. 
but your job is to take care of you and also take care of continuing to show up. Don't just hide. Okay, so I hope this has been helpful for you today. It really is about mining where things have worked before and I want you to be really creative and allow yourself the gift of going there with the places that you've felt successful in your past. I think you're going to blow your own mind. Your homework for today, if you want to do some homework, is write out those two things. Number one, everything you know about creating success and dealing with adversity in something that you're already quite natural at, that you're not very excited about because it's so easy to you. And then secondly, have a look or compare what that version of you would do in this particular situation. Like apply every single one of those distinctions across to what it is that you're working on now and watch yourself soar. And if you want to, bonus brownie points, you can message me or you can leave a comment and let me know what your biggest distinction was from this episode, whereby which of your own distinctions about creating success has helped you the most with your current challenges in your current business. All right. I hope this episode has been helpful. Remember, everything you want is so much closer than you think. And you've probably got the answers in the past. Stay curious, stay open, and I'll see you soon. Ciao.